I'm Dr. Michael Latola. And I'm Megan Strong. Attention women of Ireland, there's a Canadian dentist heading your way. Hear about that and more on today's Chairside Live. Welcome to episode 21 of Chairside Live. Megan, how are you? Doing great, how are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. We've got an interesting case of the week to share with you uh, from our combo department. And what we're gonna look at is the kind of problems that we get into here in the laboratory when dentists don't take a full arch impression and send it to us. So we're gonna look at what happens and how we deal with that in the lab and maybe how it could have been dealt with uh, a little bit better before it even got sent into the laboratory. Uh, but before we do that, we have a segment we like to call Viewer Mail. Well, Megan, this week's viewer mail comes from uh, Dan Carroll in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And go ahead and give Dan a call and make sure it's all right to use this, if you don't mind. And uh, Dan writes to us and he says, I want to tell you that Chairside Live is great. It is informative and educational and rates an excellent plus in my book. Not just excellent, excellent plus. plus. And he says, oh, and I really enjoy the bloopers, etc." at the end. I look forward to these every week. Well, Dan, thanks so much. We look forward to having you watch it every week. And because you were nice enough to write into us, you are going to be the first official recipient of our new Glossin Media photo of me and Megan sitting together at the desk. And we'll even sign it and send it to you. It'll be on its way to you next week. All right, now let's go ahead and go to Megan with the news. Archaeologists have discovered the earliest evidence of a dental filling. The beeswax filling was found inside of a 6,500-year-old human jawbone. The jawbone was found in 1911 in a rock inside a cave in what is now Sylvania. It has been left unstudied for years in a museum in Italy until now. Experts say the beeswax was probably applied to ease pain from a crack in the enamel and dentin layers of the tooth. It is unknown if the substance was put in by the person or some kind of doctor. To date, this is the earliest known example of therapeutic dentistry. And if you read on in the study, it's interesting, but it also turns out that this was the first time the phrase, none of your beeswax, was, <laughs> was actually used. It, it dates sure. back exactly that far. And when you look at the images that came along with it, when you look at the tooth itself, you can see that the tooth has a fracture in it, extending from the top, from the biting surface, all the way down towards the pulp, and there's a couple other fractures as well. It's amazing to me the kind of pain that this caveman uh, must have been in. I've seen uh, the women of Newport Beach complain about a lot less than this, and we have nice treatments today. Uh, considering you've got multiple fractures in a tooth and they're just putting a little beeswax on top of it, I, I doubt this patient could have been that happy. Right, I couldn't imagine the pain. I know, a lot of suffering, and uh, but it's amazing to be able to see something like this and be able to see the history of dentistry go back that far. Sure. Anything else? Yes. They say that love can make you do some crazy things, but would you fly across the globe to find a stranger you had met in passing? Well, that's exactly what a Canadian dentist has set out to do. The 34-year-old dentist has embarked on a 4,000-mile journey on a quest to find a woman he met briefly for just two minutes one time at a cafe in Ireland over a year ago. After their fleeting encounter, the man spent the day looking for her to no avail. Since returning to Canada, he has not stopped thinking about her and has decided to do something about it. The lovesick dentist has given himself one month to find his dream girl with a little help from the media. He says that if it's fate, he will find her. Wow, that's amazing. That sounds like a plot from a rom-com. Right. It sounds like it something totally does. coming to the Metroplex soon, a trailer that I saw last week, but it's not... It's real life, and the interesting thing is, as you know, just from being around me, dentists are pretty good around the ladies. And uh, 
this reeks a little bit of, of desperation. I mean, I, I realize that Canada's a small country, America's hat uh, sitting on top of us. And, uh, you know, they don't have as many women as we do here in the States. Uh, but you would think that Stennis would still have uh, his choice of any of the women across the provinces of Canada. But while in Ireland, this woman who he met briefly, I don't even know if she has a boyfriend or not, or a husband right, for that Right, he matter. doesn't know that, which is more important. Exactly. He could go over there and meet an angry boyfriend. Exactly. Fortunately, most Canadians are adept with handguns, the ones that I've met from fishing out in the wild and grizzly bears and things like that. So it's going to be interesting to see how this story turns out. The cynical part of me thinks that he was not having a lot of luck on Match.com or the Canadian version of Match.com and just decided to do this as kind of a ploy in the media. And so if he doesn't find his girlfriend and he comes home and he's sitting on the plane and he looks kind of sad, you can picture a lot of women in Canada going, oh. He was so romantic It was so romantic. I'll go out with you. So we'll see how this all turns out. All right, thanks so much for that, Megan. Now let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week. This is another case for our combo department. And again, our combination department is what we refer to here in the laboratory. Anytime we're gonna be doing a crown or bridge and a partial denture at the same time. And what we found over the years was if we had the crowns made in the crown and bridge department and then sent it to the removal department, sometimes they would complain about the guide plans or the rest prep. So we created a department that took some of the ceramics from the crown and bridge department and some of the technicians from the removable department so they could do both of them together and they could really fabricate uh, crowns and bridges with the removable partial denture in mind to get better results. So this is an example where a doctor has prepped a crown, uh, a tooth for a crown and it's underneath one of the clasps that's there. And this is something we see pretty commonly where the doctor for the pickup impression then took a unilateral quadrant impression and the impression's okay, the problematic part is more the fact that it's not a full arch. And so that's difficult for us to work with. In fact, if we put the partial back into the impression itself, or as close as I can get it in without forcing it in too much, we've now got the partial inside the pickup impression, but you can see when our technicians go to pour this up, we've got this whole free side over here where we haven't done anything with the pickup impression, and of course the stone's gonna pour right out of here. So our great preference would be uh, that you use a full arch impression anytime you do a pickup impression, assuming uh, that the removable partial denture goes all the way uh, across the arch and is in fact bilateral. So it's just always safer to go with a full arch impression. And so what our technicians did was just kind of made a little putty jig here, just something to kind of stick onto this so that we could pour this whole thing and actually end up with a model that kind of works. So we just took some impression putting, we pushed it against here, against the rest of this partial, and tried to kind of make a fake pickup impression, if you will, over on this other side, just so we could be able to pour a model. And so that's what we did. And we pour that model, and then we put the partial denture onto that. And so we can see that the partial was in fact seated correctly during that. You know, over on this side, it's a little harder to verify because we didn't have that full arch pickup impression. So really, anytime you do a pickup impression, we would love to see a full arch impression. As you look over here, you can see we can't quite verify that the clasps are in the right place in relation to those teeth because we just made those teeth out of putty so we could pour it and we had somewhere to pour it. But as we look at the preparation, we can see that uh, we've got nice room and the ni- the, a r- nice amount of space between the facial and lingual clasps and everything looks good. In fact, one of the things we're able to do now that we weren't able to do, say, four years ago, 
is on a case like this, the doctor, doctor has actually requested a Bruxer crown. And so this is a full contour zirconia crown. But when I put it into place and put the partial over it, we're able to use CAD CAM to design these crowns, to design the guide planes, design the rest preps. And you can see that uh, it actually, for us on the manufacturing side, is a little bit easier than working with a PFM. And the great news for the patient is anytime the partial's out, you know, or anytime you know, beyond that, you can see there's no metal rest preps. So the, the rest preps are milled right into the zirconia itself. And so we're able to do a crown that does not have a metal occlusal. Obviously, you wouldn't think that too many patients would complain about a metal occlusal when they have all this metal with a partial denture, but you would be surprised, and I've certainly heard those complaints from patients as well. So one of the big breakthroughs for Bruxer is the ability to use it in a combination situation like this and then have a crown that doesn't have a metal occlusal. I realize when the partial seated, there's metal on top of it, but there's nothing there and it's a white tooth just in case the patient decides to stop wearing their partial for the rest of their life because it's uncomfortable or something like that. So really the takeaway lessons are two here. One, that we can do Bruxer crowns underneath partial dentures and they look really nice. And the second is anytime we do a pickup impression, please, please, send us a full arch impression so we don't have to do this little putty matrix. It works, but it doesn't give us the highest degree of potential for restorative success when we send the case back to your office. That about wraps it up for this edition of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself, Megan, and everybody here at the laboratory, I wanna thank you for your time and your continued commitment to quality dentistry. We'll see you next time. I'm Dr. Michael Latola, And I'm Megan Strong. Don't adjust your set, that thing's really on my lip. You're watching Chairside Live. That about right. What's the <laughs> people bowling up on the <laughs> waiting for it to stop and annoying? <clears throat> that about wraps it up for this edition of Chairside Live. Megan, how was that for you? I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was great. Ah, me too. Okay.